Baby bet, ayy, couple X, ayy, couple Grammys on him, couple plaques, ayy, that's a fact, ayy, throw it back, ayy, throw it back, ayy, and this one is for the champion, ayy, lost this I be getting, yo, funny how you said it was the yeah, yo, then I went did it again, yo, I told you Wake up, wake up, wake up, 502. It is going down here on a beautiful Saturday morning. Wake up, 502 of Rashawn Myers, 96.1 FM, the Big X, WXVW. It is happening here on a beautiful Saturday morning in the Ville. This is your host, Rashawn Myers, coming to you live from the Palatial Studios of 96.1 and 1450 AM. Very, very excited to be here today. So much to talk about. Uh, we, of course, have uh, Louisville football uh, barreling towards the start. People are getting so, so excited for the Chick-fil-A kickoff there and the ATL. Uh, we have Louisville basketball um, having another arrival on campus. Still waiting for one more to get here. Uh, so we're con- continuing to monitor that situation. Uh, have uh, news on, on scheduling uh, for, for Louisville basketball. So we have that to get into as well. Of course, NBA free agency just got started yesterday and it has been hot and heavy uh, since then. Uh, have a, a couple of moves I thought were very, very interesting, so we're going to get into that as well as we are going to be taking your phone calls and text 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. That is the best way to get involved with us. Uh, you know, Make sure you check out all the 92,863 local Thornton's locations for the best in gas, goodies, uh, freezy pops, uh, you know, ice cream, snacks, donuts, and everything else. Uh, make sure you go to your local area. At Thornton's, they have all that waiting for you there. And then, of course, you can give us a call on the uh, Wake Up 502 buzz line. That is 502 384 1450. Would love to hear from you. Uh, we will have Haven Harrington joining us as well. Uh, can't wait to talk to him and uh, maybe a little Joe Kelly in the second hour as well. Uh, you know, Joe's been getting uh, uh, making it, cutting out a little. Uh, time for us uh, in the second hour so so glad to have him back uh and joining us as part of the show so uh, i tell you what man it's been a very interesting week uh of course during the dog days of summer uh you know one of the things i love about doing a saturday morning show is that i get the and allow the time for 
all the little the the most interesting nuggets of the week to kind of um, pile up so I can discuss them uh, on the Saturday morning show and I get to kind of listen to local uh, you know lo- local angles and local uh, radio to kind of hear what everybody's thinking about a lot of different things and um, you know one of the uh, most interesting things that I have uh, early. Uh, you know, was uh, the the conversation about the uh, ACC SEC challenge? Um, of course, uh, the ACC Big Ten challenge has now gone away. Um, university, uh, or excuse me, uh, of course, when the University of Louisville joined the ACC, that ACC Big Ten challenge was a staple. It was probably uh, the biggest kind of conference versus conference challenge in, in all of basketball. It was a big time feature on ESPN, um, but that contract ended this past season and now has been replaced by a matchup uh, between the ACC and the SEC. Um, And this, of course, was the first iteration of that new um, tournament challenge. Uh, And we did get those matchups. Those came out, I believe it was Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, We did get those matchups and we got to uh, see who everybody was uh, uh, going to be matched up against, of course, uh, on both the men's and the women's side. And for the women, of course, everybody wanted to see if uh, ESPN was going to have the foresight to go ahead and match up uh, the defending national champion LSU Tigers against the Louisville Cardinals. Unfortunately, that did not happen, so Haley Van Lith uh, will not be taking on her old team, unfortunately. Definitely think that was a missed opportunity. Um, Would have loved to see that. But I I can't be mad with a rematch um, of the Sweet 16 as Louisville will be taking on Ole Miss. Um, of course, Ole Miss uh, upset Stanford in the NCAA tournament last year and played Louisville for, um, you know, a, a chance to uh, get to the – oh, excuse me, actually, yeah, they played uh, for the opportunity to get to an Elite Eight. Um, so, you know, that that was uh, a big-time matchup. That was a big-time game. So, I guess maybe ESPN went with that one, not really paying attention to the Haley Van List stuff. I don't know how that could be, but – um, that's the only thing that I could think of is that they wanted to go with the NCAA tournament rematch. So uh, Louisville did, I get, I guess, what would be the second best matchup they could have asked for um, in the SEC Big Ten Challenge. Or excuse me, SEC. You see, it's going to take me a little while. The ACC SEC Challenge. Um, I made up. I said SEC Big Ten Challenge. I don't. Need, I don't know where that came from, uh, but. Um, We'll have to see about that. Now, on the men's side, um, we got a bit of a shock. Of course, um, these are uneven conferences, SEC uh, being uh, the owner of uh, 15 uh, collegiate schools where uh, the ACC has 16. So, of course, with the uneven numbers, there's, there was going to be one team left out on both the men's and the women's side. Um, on the men's side, it was the University of Louisville. And I can say, honestly, that I am shocked. I, I am absolutely shocked that ESPN uh, decided to bypass the University of Louisville in their first challenge. And, you know, I've uh, gotten a lot of people um, messaging me on social media saying, well, Rashawn, you have to understand that Louisville was the worst team in the uh, ACC last year. They finished with the worst record, so that's why they were left out. 
And, I mean, I don't believe it was a rule that the worst team or the team with the worst record had to be left out of the challenge. I don't know that that was an actual rule that, hey, we're going to go by records and we're going to match up the first-place record versus the second-place record, second-place record versus second-place, you know, and and do that whole thing all the way down. Um, I don't think that was necessarily, um, you know, mandated. So while I understand that Louisville definitely did have the worst season and they were absolutely god-awful, you know, to be left out of the challenge altogether uh, is amazing to me. Um, It's amazingly bad. Like, that that is a a clear sign of and reminder of um, how bad things were last year. And it does give me pause uh you know just moving forward because in in my personal opinion if you know uh, if Louisville and you know Louisville is uh, Louisville's bringing in, I was gonna say if Louisville's bringing in a top recruiting class well Louisville is bringing in a top recruiting class um by the numbers they have a class that's ranked in the top five okay they have some interesting and entertaining guys coming in uh you know and of course University of Louisville is the number one market for college uh basketball uh in the country of course, they get the most eyeballs during the NCAA tournament, and their their numbers always do very, very well on the networks. So to me, it was very, very interesting that even with all of the cachet that, that Louisville basketball brings in terms of eyeballs to the screens, they did decide to leave them out of it. And I think that's just a clear sign of um, where the national consciousness is with University of Louisville basketball. Like, Louisville has zero juice right now. In, in, in men's college basketball. And that's just a very, very scary place to be because, you know, you would think that, um, you know, Louisville is still a neophyte when it comes to uh, football acumen, football uh, prestige, things of that nature. Louisville is definitely still a neophyte program in those terms, but college basketball has been a staple and has been a um, focal point for the University of Louisville, and that's been kind of the flagship program. Uh, for the university so to see that type of decision being made it's like you know people trying to say that oh well you know that they got left out because of their record that's only part of the conversation because the cachet and the brand okay that Louisville basketball is that brand should be strong enough to warrant and I'm sorry Boston got but Boston College people I, I said on Twitter the fact that ESPN chose the Boston College brand of college basketball over the University of Louisville says a lot about what they think about the University of Louisville. And that rubbed a lot of Boston College people the wrong way. I apologize, Boston College fans. There are some Boston College fans out there. But as I told those fans, Boston College averaged 4,900 fans at their home games last year. Okay, 4,900 and some change, okay? The University of Louisville, in their worst season ever, uh, at least with announced ticket prices, still were, was bringing in 12,000 per game, okay? Now, we know that that number was maybe closer to nine in actual scan tickets, okay? We understand that it was a very, very bad season. But even in Louisville's worst season, they still averaged double what Boston College did. So the point still remains. When you have a University of Louisville program that in terms of just 
average attendance in turn uh, especially in terms of television viewership which i've always been told the television viewership is the name of the game right that's that's the whole deal right is uh, these these networks want to you know get these properties and these brands on television that's going to bring eyeballs to the screen you cannot tell me that any game, any game with any matchup, I don't even know who Boston College is going to be matching up with. I, I need to, I need to uh, figure that out because I mean, whomever they are playing in uh, this uh, in this challenge, you're not going to get uh, you know the the same deal. Now let's see, uh, we have uh, let's take a look at this the the ACC SEC matchup. Uh, we're going to have. Uh, let's see who our friends Boston College with. Oh, gosh. And they made it the absolute – can anybody, show of hands, guess who they matched up Boston College with? Hands, anybody? Anybody? Okay, you in the back. Who? Boston College is going to be playing a game at 9.15 p.m., the very last game of the challenge, Wednesday, November 29th, at Vanderbilt. There, it'll be literal friends and family night for that game. The two worst properties in those conferences. And, yes, I know Louisville had a bad season. They're not a worse property in basketball than Boston College. I'm sorry, Boston College fans. I love you all dearly. Uh, but y'all know that I'm telling the truth. You know, when you're talking about the names – uh, in brands in basketball, as I've said, there have been some excellent players to come through Boston College, guys like Troy Bell uh, and others I've been very thoroughly entertained with over the years. They've had some very entertaining teams. Uh, they've had some nice guys come through there. But at the end of the day, Boston College basketball, literally no one cares about. Nobody watches it. You know, it's not getting any sort of cachet. But you're telling me, that you would rather have a Boston College at Vanderbilt game that's probably going to be on ACC Network Extra. It's not even going to be put on a network to watch. You would rather have that than put Louisville on there. Who Louisville, even though they're you know even though it's a rough season, people still watch. Okay, Louisville fans are going to watch their team play. They have you know the best fans in all of college basketball. I always say because just as an example, last year Louisville had their worst season ever. They didn't have their team go to the NCAA tournament. You know who watched more NCAA tournament basketball than any other city uh, in America? Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, it is what it is. Louisville fans are always going to support their program. And on top of it, it's not like Louisville is, ha you know, had a 4-28 and season and they're bringing back the whole team and running it back. You know, and the, and the uh, decision makers of the ESPN have to know that Kenny Payne has gone out there um, and, you know, giving a total facelift to the, to the team. I mean, you have, what, nine new players coming in. You're only bringing back three guys. Louisville has a top five, you know, highest top three recruiting class in the country. So, you know, you have a lot of exciting guys coming in. You have guys like Trenton Flowers and Sky Clark, uh, you know, and uh, Dennis Evans coming in. You have all these, these names coming in that they're revitalizing the program. And they're trying to do something with it, you know. So, you know, you have all of that. You have the fact that Louisville has that cachet, and yet still they were left out. And that only tells me that 
at least the people at ESPN don't think it's going to be any better. And they think that the product is so bad that they don't want to put it on their airways. Like, that's a huge, that's a huge thing. I, I, and I just, in my personal opinion, I think it was, it was pretty embarrassing uh, for the university. That cannot happen again. Um, these challenges are a big-time opportunity um, to showcase your program and to showcase a big-time matchup versus another uh, Power 6 uh, team in college basketball. So, you know, I mean, yes, I know that Louisville still plays the University of Kentucky. Yes, I know that they're going to go up to uh, the, Goss- the Gotham Classic. They're going to have an opportunity, people believe, to play UConn, um, the defending national champions, uh, you know, up there in Madison Square Garden. But the, the, the fact still remains they should definitely be a part of the challenge. And the fact that, you know, that, that the program is not well enough thought of to get that opportunity uh, is a tough one. It is definitely a tough pill to swallow. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll just have to see. Um, you know, I, I'd love to, to hear your thoughts on that. You know, are, are you okay with it? Um, 502-414-1450, you know, am I making too big a deal of that? Um, you know, is that a, a signal, you know, is that, I mean, because honestly like that, that's, as I said, you know, that there's a lot of people that believe with the facelift that the basketball program has been given with the turnover of the roster, with the high level. I mean, you know, we know the, the talking points, you know, we've seen enough people, um, <laughs> going down the list of the talking points of a, a exciting transfer class, a top three recruiting class, uh, you know, all these types of things, you know, getting the energy and winning the offseason, all this stuff. We heard all the talking talking points, um, you know, but, but I am interested to see, uh, you know, what you think about that, you know, because I, I do worry about that. You know, the, the, the whole thing of being a, a quote-unquote it program and being a hot program and being a program that matters and um, a program that they want to put on television, um, that's a big part of Louisville basketball. And we understand that, you know, especially with the, the uh, media rights deal um, with Raycom and the uh, RSN uh kind of changing up the fact that Bally Sports will no longer be carrying it. So um, the hope is that some of those RSN games are actually going to be available on an ACC network or ACC network extra so folks can actually find the games and watch them, um, which would be wonderful. Uh, You know, there is going to be opportunity to find Louisville, but any chance that Louisville has a chance to be on national television in one of those uh, big-time games is an opportunity for that program to put its best foot forward. And if there's one program that needs to put their best foot forward, it is Louisville basketball um, after the the disastrous season. So this was just kind of a reminder uh, and, and probably the final reminder and kind of kicking the, in the pants um, for what was last year and that four and 28 season. But it is just unfortunate that Louisville's not going to be a part of that. Um, you know, I'm a little sad about it, but you know, Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, text or text into the text line, 502-414-1450. Um, says, good morning, Wake Up 502. Uh, main event, the Supreme Court culture. <laughs> Just a few things. He says, any news on basketball recruiting? I heard some good news, um, but uh, I can't find anything. Um, you know, basketball recruiting is is going well, of course. Um, it, it's a, uh, a dead period right now um, for a lot of high schoolers, uh, uh for at least their high school coaches. I know that 
Um, they're kind of in a quiet period right now. But I know that for the uh, in, uh, the NBA PA camp, the top 100 camp, I do know that college coaches are able to attend that. Um, and a lot of the, the top guys are out there. Um, of course, Louisville native in 2026 uh, recruit um, uh, Tyron Stokes. Uh, one of the best players right now. He's rated as the number two player um, in the class of 2026. Um, he's from Louisville. He plays at, I believe, his prolific prep out in California. Um, Tyron Stokes uh, had a very, very nice uh, week uh, there. Um, he's He's been impressive, especially being uh, one of the youngest campers and one of, I believe, only two or three 2026 kids to be out there and the young man is absolutely holding his own to be such a young player um, had a lot of very very nice plays so uh, Tyron Stokes is a guy that of course uh, Louisville fans already have on their radar because of some of his uh, viral uh, YouTube clips and some of the highlight plays that he's been making um, you know out there in California uh, but an absolute talent um, and the fact that he's uh, was born in Louisville, um, you know, people are, are hoping that Kenny Payne and Louisville will get involved with him early uh, and, and, you know, really make a push. Um, outside of that, that's the only news uh, that I have uh, right now. I know that Con Nupple, uh, who uh, is one of the top scorers in the 2024 class, um, you know, he's a young man that uh, is from the state of Wisconsin, a very, very talented scorer. I believe he's leading the Nike EYBL circuit in scoring at over 20 points per game. Uh, Khan is having a very good uh, week at the NBA PA camp as well, or did have a great week, averaging a little bit over 15 points, uh, five uh, rebounds and six assists there, um, you know, showing off his shooting stroke. He's a young man that I think that Louisville has put a, a big effort into. He did come to uh, the campus for a visit. Um, he's a young man that, of course, uh, Wisconsin is going to make a big-time push for. Marquette is right there for him as well. Uh, people expect that those are probably the top two uh, teams for Con right now um you know those are the only guys that i'm kind of looking that you know i'm hearing much about right now um you know those are kind of the, the two names out there it's been a little bit uh quiet on recruiting i know that kenny payne and crew have been um at the uh the usa camp uh looking at a lot of kids a lot of the younger guys a lot of the 2025s 2026s some 2024s of course as well um, you know, so they're keeping an eye and tracking on those guys, but I don't anticipate anything soon. But of course, we all know that uh, you know Kenny Payne likes to keep things on the down low. He does like to keep things quiet and keep things close to the vest. So who knows? I mean, there could be a, a commitment out of the blue. I know that Khan uh, said that he wants to make his commitment, or at least the thought is, is that he wants to make his commitment uh, prior to his high school season. So we definitely. Um, could see something here within the next couple of months. But I would definitely say keep an eye closer to September time frame. Um, I don't know when Louisville is going to uh, do their um, uh, Louisville Live event this upcoming year. We, of course, know that the Louisville decided to wait until – um, you know, right before this national signing day, wait until kind of that late December um, to do kind of their Louisville live event. Um, it'll be interesting to see if Louisville decides to do something maybe a little bit early, earlier this year, like maybe mid-September. I know that's been kind of traditionally um, 
where that where they've done it a little bit earlier in the in the uh, year. Uh, so we'll have to see. I mean, you know, Kenny decided he wanted to do his late. Uh, I don't know if that's going to continue to be the uh, the the plan there, but I I do expect that um, for that first home game, I believe Louisville has uh, Murray State uh, is going to be that first home game. Uh, yeah, that that's going to be Murray State uh, uh, September seventh. I would probably say that will be the date you want to keep an eye on. Um, as well as home game uh, Boston College on September 23rd. Those two dates, I would expect that Louisville's going to have a lot of recruits in. That's always now those first couple of home football games, always very highly attended games, um, very, very exciting games. Um, Louisville only has um, a few of those. Um, you know, we, of course, have those two games in September. Then they have, a, of course, the big, big-time matchup, the October 7th, uh, home game versus Notre Dame, which, of course, is going to be an absolutely raucous environment. Kenny may want to wait until then. Um, but I think you'll see a lot of these guys, a lot of those targets start to uh, formulate at that point. I know Kenny does like to keep it close to the vest, so we may not hear much about some of those guys until we get closer to that. But that's probably um, the best recruiting update I can give right now. Um, you know, so definitely stay tuned. Um, if you have any specific players uh, that, that you uh, have any questions on, please let me know. Um, and definitely I, I, I will let you know. But I tell you what, we're going to go ahead. We're going to go ahead, take this first break. Uh, when we come back on the other end, we're going to continue to take your text, 502-414-1450. We'll take your calls as well at 502-384-1450. Uh, have much, much more to get into, more Louisville basketball. We have some Louisville football uh, nuggets as well uh, as we we continue to get closer and closer to the season. I cannot wait, um, you know, for fall camp to get started. Uh, the football team is out there putting out videos, so they're definitely getting me excited. But I tell you what, this is Rashawn Myers. This is Wake Up 502. This is 96.1 WXVW, the big, the big X, and we will be back. Track record so clean, they couldn't wait to just bash me. I must be getting too flashy. Y'all shouldn't have let the world gas me. It's too late, cause I'm here to stay. And these girls know that I'm nasty. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Cause I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it. Me be treated like a punk, you know that's unheard of. You better watch how you're talking and where you're walking. Or you and your homies might be lying in chalk. I really hate the trip, but I gotta lope. As they croak, I see myself in the pistol smoke, fool. I'm the kind of G the little homies want to be like on my knees in the night, saying prayers in the street light. Late great Coolio had to get a, get get him a little shout out this morning. Welcome back to Big X Sports Radio. This is Wake Up 502 with your boy Rashawn Myers. Second segment of the show is going down here on a beautiful Saturday morning, and, and I tell you what, I, I I got distracted because 
everybody knows that you know I always support my my pro card. So anytime I see news uh, uh, attached uh, to uh, any of the, the the Cardinal guys that are doing big things in the NBA or the NFL, kind of gets uh, I get distracted by it. And uh, Cleveland Cavaliers made a, a very interesting little trade. Um, uh, they uh, actually just landed uh, Max Struess uh, from the uh, NBA finalist uh, Miami Heat. Of course, Struess was a, uh, a big-time part of that uh, kind of upset run with the 8C Miami Heat making it to the finals. Uh, I think it's actually a pretty good pickup uh, for Cleveland. So uh, definitely uh, an interesting move there. They did trade. They did a sign-and-trade with Miami to get that done. Uh, Miami getting a future second-round pick, and the San Antonio Spurs getting involved and getting uh, Seti Osman and Lamar Stevens, two uh, of the wings uh, for uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, heading to San Antonio to play with Victor Webinyama. I actually think that's a pretty good trade for San Antonio. San Antonio basically gave up a second-round pick and got back Two very, very good role players. Lamar Stevens was a, a bit of a find for Cleveland this past year, and Teddy Osman was a very valuable reserve, knockdown shooter, um, was a guy who did some pretty decent things for Cleveland. But I do think Cleveland did get um, the, the best player in the deal, obviously, in Max Struess. Um, but I don't, I'm not mad at that uh, for San Antonio. It'll be very interesting to see what the Spurs do with Victor Webinyama this year. Um, it was announced that Victor is going to play a little bit in this Vegas Summer League. He's not going to play in the California Classic. Uh, there's kind of a an early, not an early season, but um, an initial couple of places where the NBA teams play. They have um, uh, I believe they call it like the Mountain High Classic or something in Utah. They have those games there. They have the California Classic up with the Sacramento Kings at their uh, facilities um, and they play some early summer league games there. But of course uh, mo all the teams go down um, to Vegas and play in the Vegas Summer League. Of course that's the big one and that's the one that gets the most notoriety and it was announced that Webinyama will play at least some in the Summer League. I don't know how many games they'll play my um, guess is just a couple um, just because, of course, you want to protect that investment. Um, you don't want anything to derail uh, Victor Webinyama making it to the season healthy, uh, you know, knock on wood. So hopefully uh, he'll be all right. But uh, it will be interesting to see um, him get out there and, and what he has, uh, you know, on an NBA court. Uh, so I just I saw that come across the wire. So I was reading the, the trade details. But um Definitely the, the Cleveland Cavaliers get better. We'll, we'll get definitely get back into uh, more of the NBA talk uh, in the second hour as uh, NBA free agency uh, continues to go hot and heavy. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk about that. But back to the uh, uh, to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Uh, we have a bunch of texts coming in. Uh, texter says, um, the football game against Notre Dame, uh, it's my wedding anniversary. Depending on what time uh, the game starts, should I cancel anniversary plans um, or watch the game? And I see you trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's that's tough. Like, look, th this is the thing you got to do if you're gonna if you're going to. I wouldn't say just cancel anniversary plans, um, but I would say you either want to. Um, do you know make sure of the time of course i know that they're not going to probably set the time until much closer um to the game so you know you can try to set it up to where you 
you know, if it's, say, a afternoon game, if it's a 3.30 game, that's tough, man. Because when it's a 3.30 game, it's kind of – it's too early to do any anniversary stuff early in the day. And at, at night, you're going to be getting there late, and then your woman's going to be all mad at you. So, you know, I, I think it, it's going to be – it's gonna be a tough one, man. Like the probably the safer thing to do is to make anniversary plans and try to ask, and you have to ask your significant other if if it's okay that you you know you all set up to do something for your anniversary either the day before or the day after, and you got to kind of leave that up to uh, her to give the okay on that. You know what I'm saying? Because I you don't want to be in the doghouse because of a Louisville football game. I don't care if it is Louisville or Notre Dame. You know, I mean, I, and you can't do the whole, guess what we're going to do for our anniversary? A- anniversary. We, I got you tickets to the Notre Dame Louisville game. <laughs> like, unless she's just like a super fan or something, you know, no woman wants to go spend their anniversary at a football game. You know, at least most don't. So I would say err on the side of caution and just um, try to see and, and ask if it's okay for you all to set up to do your anniversary plans the day before or the day after. That way you have your Saturday. You can do something nice. You all can go out to a nice romantic dinner and, and you can make her happy and do all that stuff, whether it be Friday or, or, or that Sunday. I'd say it's better to just kind of stay away from trying to do both the game and the anniversary stuff because if you get distracted or if you do you know it just that is wrought with with uh you know (laughs) bad things that can happen so i would say just stay away from the day and if at all you can schedule your anniversary plans um on a day before or after that would be the way that i would go uh so you know we'll see about that (laughs) um uh, the, and, let's see. Uh, the texter also says, um, here he says, I have a scenario for you, and I need to have um, yours and Haven's opinions. And you know what? I'm going to actually save this one because I actually like this. So I'm going to wait till Haven Harrison uh, gets in the building um, to, to, to ask him about this one, <laughs> actually. So, yeah, we're, well, I, I'm, I'm going to save that one. But he did also want to know or did give an opinion about what we were discussing earlier about the University of Louisville and the ACC-SEC Challenge. He said Louisville basketball should be ashamed um, of not playing in the uh, ACC-SEC Challenge. This falls on KP. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a bad look, especially if, if you are someone who values um, the University of Louisville's um, – place and their standing in uh college basketball uh it is i mean it it, it, it's embarrassing um it it is um one of those things that it's a very tough situation it's a tough deal all around like i said the hope is that it gets much better so louisville's got to go out there they've got to put their best foot forward um and they've got to um just do better you know um at the end of the day you just got to do better so you know we we'll see um, you know, I I I don't know. I, I don't know uh, what the uh, what the answer is. I don't know what's going to happen this year. I do know that uh, the University of Louisville is still waiting for one of their guys to get there. It was wonderful to see um, that uh, Karan Davis, uh, the I keep calling him mystery recruit, the mystery JUCO guy that we really don't know what he's going to be. Uh, we did see some. Uh, interesting little video snippets uh, come out of his run out there at, at the uh, Drew League, uh, which, of course, is one of the big um, kind of pro-am tournaments out um, in California. Um, 
I saw some some clips of uh, Karan throwing a uh, throwing a, a nice little uh, lob alley oop, uh, also knocking down a jump shot and getting a dunk. Um, you know, but of course in the in the Drew League, like in any any off season summer basketball, you know. You don't really know the level of competition. You don't really know who they're playing against. I do know that the Drew League does have games where NBA players will come out there and play. Of course, Montrez Harrell loves the Drew League. Uh, he goes out there and plays pretty much every year, and he's like a Drew League all-star. He goes out there all the time. But I don't know who Karan Davis was playing with. I don't know who he's playing for. I don't know the level of competition. But it was good to see him out there making some plays. Um, it'll be very interesting to see. Um, what he adds and what he brings. There's just so many mysteries on this team and so many guys that you just want to see how they fit. You want to see how, um, you know, like uh, Danilo, Danilo, um, yeah, forgive me his last name, Plavovich. I, I'm uh, something like that. <laughs> uh, but uh, Danilo, we'll have to see how he fits in, you know, the, the kind of low rated uh, transfer from Miami. He's a bit of a mystery. Of course, Karan Davis is a bit of a mystery to see how those guys fit in. Uh, and then also just trying to see how the new guys fit in with the returning guys. Uh, you know, it, there's there's a lot to be um, figured out. Um, I know that, that Louisville basketball did put out um, a video of Dennis Evans dunking on what looked like to be – it looked like he dunked on – uh, Emmanuel Okorafor and Trenton Flowers is what it looked like. <laughs> we do know Dennis Evans is a very big man. He's a six, uh, seven foot two, I believe seven two, seven two or seven three. He's he's tall. He's really tall. Uh, you know, super long arms. I believe he's got a seven foot ten wingspan, something crazy like that. Um, but just an absolute uh long big giant human being and uh they put out a video of him getting a dunk on those guys in practice so hopefully they're they're all over there working hard but it's going to be interesting how this group of guys come together but louisville is still waiting on one guy and that's kind of the other thing i want to talk about tyler johnson um of course the former memphis commit decommitted from memphis ended up committing to the university of louisville kind of out of the blue uh, people really weren't talking about him, and then all of a sudden he committed to Louisville. We do know that one of the reasons that Tyler is not here yet um, is because he graduated so late. Uh, his school has one of those uh, programs that ha that kind of goes later uh, into the year. They did not graduate and get done with their high school season until mid-June. So he's only been graduated for a couple of weeks. Uh, put the announcement out there um, that he had finally graduated uh, high school. So I do believe that that's the biggest reason that he's not here yet. But people, of course, are getting antsy uh, to see uh, Tyler on campus. They they want to see him, uh, you know, suited up and, and practicing with the rest of the team. So that is definitely something to monitor. Um, I don't in anticipate any issues with it at this point. Uh, I just think that, you know, with a young man that graduated so late in the summer, who knows? I mean, maybe he's just uh, going to wait until, uh, you know, uh, he may wait until August. Maybe he's not going to come for a summer session and he's going to come, you know, uh, a little later in the year. It's not ideal and it's not optimal, but, I mean, you know, he can wait until 
um, you know, the, the second week of August uh, to get in here if, if he decides and chooses to do so. Yeah, just depending on what his plans are. Now, definitely um, for a young guy, especially a kid coming out of high school, of course he did play in the overtime elite league last year. Um, I would suggest getting in early um, and, you know, f- seeing how he fits in, starting to build camaraderie and starting to build chemistry with the other guys on the team. Um, would be a huge, huge plus. So the hope is is that he will be here. Um, I know that our buddy uh, Mike Rutherford of the Mike Rutherford Show, you can catch Mike um, weekdays, Monday through Friday, uh, from 3 to 6 p.m. here on the Big X. Um, you know, Mike said that it, that it's been said, and the thought is is that um, Tyler would be here um, by the end of June. Um, now, of course, it's July 1st, so, you know, there's not been a lot of time, but I have not seen – uh, anything as of yet confirming um, that Tyler Johnson is on campus. So I don't know if that expectation of the end of the month, of course, with this being a holiday weekend, July 4th weekend, maybe he's going to um, pop in here at some point over the long holiday weekend. So, you know, we'll just have to wait and see uh, on that. But I do think that it's a very, very huge story um, for him to get on campus because of, you know, we've talked about it, Louisville's need uh, for that point guard. Tyler is is going to be a big part of this team. When he committed to the University of Louisville, that was a huge, huge move and a huge, huge signing and commitment for Kenny Payne and staff because it gave Louisville what they needed most. And it was a young man who was no doubt a ball-handling point guard. Another ball-handler on the team to go along with uh, Sky Clark um, was huge. Uh, of course, there was a lot of conversation, and we heard the coaches say um, that they thought that you know, Karan Davis could play some point guard. So Louisville, before the Tyler Johnson commitment, was looking at the possibility of having, you know, kind of the mystery guy and Karan Davis being their reserve point guard or their backup guy at the point. And that, of course, would not necessarily be an optimal situation to be put in. But Tyler Johnson, um, with his, uh, just his size, uh, you know, he's a smaller guard, six foot, you know, very, very quick, very, very crafty, um, explosive little guard that can score, uh, you would just like that change of pace from the body types and the body styles of the rest of the guys on the team. He just brings a very welcome change and a very different look on the court. So I, I definitely think it's uh, big for him to get here. Uh, we will continue to monitor that. I don't believe, like I said, I don't believe there's been any news of that yet, but it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Um, so, so keep an eye out on that. Uh, and we will see what happens uh, with with Tyler Johnson, but uh, that that's something to to, to keep an eye on. But uh, people are are getting excited. Um, you know, the, the closer um, that the season gets, um, people just continue to get more and more excited about that. Uh, Karan Davis uh, being on campus was a big part um, of the excitement. Of course, there was also the news, which was big this week, that Trenton Flowers. There was a uh, a um, a, uh, the, one of the publications put out their, you know, how they do the mock drafts. Uh, one of the guys put out their mock lottery, um, you know, coming on the heels of the NBA draft getting completed um, just, uh, the, you know, back uh, last week. They put out their mock lottery, and lo and behold, um, Trenton Flowers, uh, you know, the reclassification 2024 kid, one of the kids that we are very, very excited about coming off the heels of a very impressive showing at the Team USA tryouts, the U19 team. Trent Flowers was listed as the 11th overall selection in their mock draft. 
And I tell you what, man, if, if that is legit and if that's something that happens, if Ty, if uh, Trenton Flowers can have the type of impact to where he ends up as a lottery pick, um, as a reclass kid, that would be huge. Um, that's something that's not been typical. Um, a lot of these guys that have been reclass um, guys have struggled uh, coming uh, and jumping up a class, even guys at the very top, uh, Gigi Jackson, who, of course, um, was the, the number one player in the 2023 class, reclassified to 2022 um, and committed to South Carolina. And he was one of the biggest people expected Gigi Jackson to come in and be a no doubt top five pick uh, in this year's NBA draft. Well, of course, Gigi went to South Carolina, had a OK year. Uh, with South Carolina, and he ended up dropping all the way to the middle of the second round, so much so that people thought that maybe it was a, a mistake for Gigi to go ahead and put his name in the draft. They felt like he got bad um, bad, bad intel. Um, you know, so, I mean, him along with uh, Chris Livingston is another guy who had a big drop in the draft. Uh, of course, the, the, the uh, U.K. product was picked as the – I don't know if there's a Mr. Irrelevant. I don't know if they call the last pick in the NBA draft Mr. Irrelevant, but he was the last pick of the second round uh, by the Milwaukee Bucks was Chris Livingston. So a couple of guys that they thought made a a bad decision to jump in. But Gigi, being a reclass guy, um, you know, he had another year of high school. He decided to make the jump to college, uh, was was good, not spectacular. And, uh, you know, those kind of preseason – uh, talk of top five, of course, went by the wayside in the year. If Trenton Flowers can live up to that hype, if he can be anywhere close um, to a guy that would be considered a lottery player by the end of the year, I think that the University of Louisville basketball team is going to be um, a lot better. You would think that they would be a lot better uh, than last year. Um, I do expect already, of course, that they're going to have more than four wins. That's without a doubt. But the question is how good they will uh, will they be. Um, if Trenton Flowers can have a lottery pick season at the University of Louisville, then I think that goes a long way uh, to helping Kenny Payne uh, and the, the basketball program and fans of University of Louisville basketball to wash that taste out of their mouth. Um, and that would be a very welcome change. Uh, I am at the forefront of wanting to see Louisville basketball do better. I know a lot of people have said that I have been critical of the coaching staff and I've been critical of Louisville basketball, um, and I would say that Louisville basketball deserves criticism uh, for what happened last year. But I am an avid, avid supporter of the university. I'm an avid, avid supporter of the coaching staff, and I would want nothing better than to see those guys succeed. So definitely I am hoping and praying that Trent Flowers can have that type of impact because if he does that makes Tyler or excuse me that makes uh, Sky Clark's job easier Um, that does make Tyler Johnson's job easier Um, it takes pressure off some of those other guys like Mike James and JJ trainer and some of the other guys Brandon Huntley Hatfield if that young man can kind of come in there and be that type of factor um, it's very exciting it's very very exciting so it was good to see that Um, again it is just preseason prognostication we don't know um, how things are going to actually look and play out but you know there's been a lot of positive that there was a long time where there was a lot of negative news in Louisville basketball Um, definitely a couple of positive nuggets Um, you know even though um, Trenton Flowers did not make the the, uh, Team USA roster um, just the fact that he was in consideration did make that first cut and apparently left a big time impression 
on scouts and evaluators, so much so that there are already people talking about him being a lottery pick. Um, that's got to get you a little bit excited. Um, so definitely uh, want to keep an eye on that and monitor that situation. But I tell you what, man, we are already at the top of the hour. That is absolutely amazing uh, that we are here already. Uh, but let's go ahead. We're going to hit that top of the hour break. When we come back, we're going to continue to take your calls, your texts, 502-414-1450. That is the Thornton's text line and 384 384- 1450 that's 502-384-1450 um, is the Wake Up 502 buzz line. I would love to take your calls and text next. We will continue to get to those and much, much more. This is Wake Up 502. Rashawn Myers taking care of you live here from the Pleasure Studios of Big X Sports Radio. That's 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, and we will be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back in the wake of 502. This is your boy Rashawn Myers. Our number two big exports radio 96.1 FM. It is going down on a beautiful Saturday morning here in the Ville uh, being joined in studio. Thankfully, finally, by the man, the myth, the legend, Haven Harrington. Haven, how you doing this morning? I'm dismayed. Are you dismayed? Oh gosh, why are you dismayed? That is a. I mean, you're giving all this Kenny Payne hype. This is so unlike you. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, what are you haters gonna do now? <laughs> well, you know, I, I I have been told Haven that all I am is critical, and I hate the coach staff, and I hate the program, and everything else. So yeah, I I, I guess you know, you know, I don't know. I, I, I've heard that some people said that, you know, people that were critical of, of uh, the the coaching staff are now quiet because everything's all good, you know, so we ain't got nothing to say. So now we just have disappeared. I, I, mean, I, I guess so. I mean, you know, like I said, you know, good. If something good happens, then, you know, we're, we're going to talk about it. So, you know, I, I have no I hold no ill will and, it, and it's excited. I mean, there's there's a lot of uh, big things happening. So hopefully this momentum and hopefully all this good feeling and hopefully these projections and prognostications of, uh, you know, the lottery picks and stuff. Hopefully it turns out if it happens. I'm going to be right there. I'm going to be up there for, you know, at the press box trying not to cheer. You know, Jay has when he comes to the games, he just cheers anyway. Oh, you don't. He, he, ready to get us thrown out the whole building. <laughs> but I tell you what, we're going to go right back, uh, or we're going to go to uh, the Wake Up 502 buzz line. We got David on the line with us. Let's go ahead and get David on there. David, how you doing this morning? Well, 
They're doing fine, Rashawn, and I guess you got Haven in the studio with you finally too, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Haven. Yeah. Uh, well, Haven, I know one presence. thing that we haven't mentioned, and I know I, I wanted to ask you a little bit, is yes. that uh, I guess Lamar Jackson for the uh, Ravens, they finally got that worked out, everything, right? Yes, Lamar Jackson got his new contract. He is now the highest paid player uh, in college, or in, in college, in, in, in the NFL. Well, in, 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 in the pro, and, NFL. And the yep. biggest contract ever signed uh, in the NFL. Is that right? Yes, sir. So, uh, big, big-time contract. So, he's good to go. He's got his playmakers, so he's got his money. They got him some wide receivers. Uh, we're ready to see yeah. what they're going to do. Yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm, and, and I guess, too, that uh, – Lamar Jackson's games will still be, you know, on the radio when we want to hear him, right? Absolutely. You know, when when the television doesn't pick him up, we know we got the radio uh, broadcast on Lamar Jackson as well, right? Yes, yes, exactly. So yeah, that's Lamar good to know that. Here. Yeah, because that was worrying me a little bit. I thought if Lamar doesn't stay with the Ravens, what's going to happen to NFL on the radio? You know, that's <laughs> been established here with him, you know, going to the Ravens like it has. And I'm thinking, oh boy, <laughs> I, I, honestly, that's what we'd have to come up with. I, honestly, I think whatever team Lamar Jackson would have ended up on, I think we would have. Started covering those games. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, there's just such a big cachet and a big following for Lamar. Oh yeah, there is. You yeah, know, I, I yeah. definitely think we would probably follow him wherever he went. <laughs> yeah, but the only thing though, you'd had to wonder about the playing time if he was to have gone to another team. That was the only thing I wondered about because but, you know you don't know if there'll be players ahead of him or not, right? Oh yeah. Oh no. I, I think if you're trading for Lamar Jackson, then yeah. you, 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 that's a franchise quarterback. You know, people uh, because Lamar. Well, we know the Ravens. He is. Yeah. Oh, Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens, he definitely is, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. If you're making a trade, you're going to have to give up a pretty, pretty penny to get him. So if you're trading yeah. for him, I expect that he would be your your no-doubt starter. I mean, Baker Mayfield is still getting starting opportunities, and Baker Mayfield hasn't been good in three and a half years. But yeah, Baker Mayfield's had a lot of commercials. <laughs> That's the thing, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you better believe it. Uh, he makes it on commercials, and Lamar makes it actually getting out there on the field and playing, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Lamar's yeah. got hardware. Baker Mayfield has commercials, you know. But hey, <laughs> he, he's marketable, you know. He, he is marketable. I'll give him that. He's funny in those commercials. He's got a good person. Yeah, that's true. You know, too, too bad he can't throw straight. That's the problem. Yeah, there you, you know, go. There you go. There you go. And Lamar will show him, right? Absolutely. But the only thing I wonder about the NFL is we're talking about, yes. why is Aaron Rodgers Going to the, why is he why is he on the Jets? She should have went to Forty Niners. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers going yeah. to the Forty Niners. Oh, That's yeah, where he should have went. Uh, well, Haven Harrington, I'll let you. I'll let you have first crack at that one. Why is uh, you know what, what do you think the allure is of the J E T S Jets Jets Jets? Uh, no. Uh, besides the money, it's a, it's a it's a large market. I mean, you're paying you're paying yeah. on the largest market in the NFL, and if mm. you could bring any success at all to the Jets. Good God Almighty, every newspaper, every television station across this country will be nothing mm. but Aaron Rodgers all day. No, all I know the it. Time. <laughs> yeah, it, I've heard Aaron Rodgers even before the Jets in the media, before he was doing media conferences, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it'll be, it'd be yeah. nonstop. Yeah. And, and but what Aaron doesn't understand, you got all the competition in the NFL from, like I said, Lamar's thing. You got, like I said, Joe Burrow, Cincinnati. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. That, uh, I'm, I'm sure there's a few others out there that, and like I said, you got Patrick Mahomes who was on Thursday night on TNT. You know, with that golf uh, uh, charity thing. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, you got some uh, AFC quarterbacks already. 
that have you know made an impact. And Aaron Rodgers, I, I'm afraid he's gonna. He, he might. I don't know if, if his time in New York is not gonna work out like they think. Right now, he's on the honeymoon, but after that honeymoon's over, them fans can turn on you, right? Oh, oh yeah, you're not game. winning ball games. Now, now that's quite as bad as Philadelphia fans who've been known to throw batteries at Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, uh, that's the thing. I've wondered Thanksgiving when the NFL comes on, what's the next thing going to happen, right? <laughs> well, I, I will say this about the Jets, and this is the one thing about them. They do have an out, absolute superstar in Garrett Wilson. Uh, he was an amazing, okay. amazing player. Um, as a, a rookie wide receiver last year, he was one of the best wide receivers in the ACC. So he do, or in the ACC, in the uh, uh, AFC. Um, so I, I okay, do yeah. think that right. – Having that weapon in Garrett Wilson is going to be um, a big-time draw. I think that was a big-time draw. And the fact that the Jets had one of the best two or three defenses in the AFC as well. So they're going to have a good yeah. defense. They have a big-time weapon. I think Aaron sees that opportunity um, to yeah. kind of, mm-hmm. you know, look at look look at the situation like he had Devontae Adams, uh, which, of course, was his feature guy, and him and Devontae had that amazing chemistry. I think he's hoping that he can kind of reclaim that same type of chemistry with Garrett Wilson and have that defense that can carry them. So, you know, time will tell that the Jets are definitely one of the better up-and-coming young rosters. The biggest thing they did not have was that big-time starting quarterback. They had, of course, had a couple quarterbacks they had tried to to, uh, uh, work in there the last couple of years through the draft, and it just hasn't worked out. So, I mean, with their opportunity to go ahead and get um, a a guy like uh, Aaron that's been an MVP and, you know, had, what, what, 45 touchdowns? Downs two years ago, he won the MVP. So you know, I mean, we'll have to see. Is is yeah, the, the that's right. Well, like I said, right now they're on a honeymoon. I yeah. guess with the, with the preseason NFL camps coming up and maybe a couple of you know, preseason games. Although they probably need to, you know just let Aaron Rodgers have one or two plays and you know reserve him for the season, make sure he's healthy. Oh yeah, that's oh yeah. The main thing. I, I think there is probably if if Aaron Rodgers takes more than what would you say, Haven, ten snaps in the preseason? If, if that many. <laughs> if he takes more than ten snaps. A player gets hurt in the preseason. That's the only thing about preseason yeah. games that really they need to take caution on. Especially on with, with the guy games. the age of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'm going to be really Oh, really yeah, that's what I would think, him. too. Uh-huh. Why, you know, be careful with him so yeah. he can be ready for the season when it opens. Cause yeah, you don't you want to, that. Nope. No, no. Right. Well, hey, you got anything else for us this morning? Oh, uh, that's going to be it for right now. Uh, Sean, I'll let you see if somebody else comes in. Uh, absolutely. For your time. No, I appreciate yeah, have it, David. A, have Thanks a good so weekend. Much. You as well. Thank you. Have a happy fourth. We sure will. There we go. David checking in with us this morning. Uh, definitely appreciate that. And I'll tell you what, we're going to go right back to the uh, Wake Up 502 buzz line. We got Jay Haz on the line. Jay, how you doing this morning? Good morning, sir. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Man, it's going down. The business is picking up, as they say, at, at 10, 12 a.m. on a Saturday. What you got for me? <laughs> Man, David, David's a little charming, isn't he? Hey, I'm telling you, David was excited. He said, I didn't know if y'all were going to be on today, being a holiday weekend. It's like, hey, we're here for you, David. We only take one holiday off a <laughs> year. That's it. <laughs> yeah, before they holiday. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, but Haven and uh, Rashawn, uh, how you guys doing this morning? Man, you know what? I can't complain. It's a little, it, it, it's a, it, I, I, I'll say it's a beautiful day in the Ville, but it is a little rainy outside, and Haven said he's dismayed, so I don't know. Yeah. Right? It's a, we're a little sideways this morning, but it's a holiday. It's a long weekend for, for most folks. I, you know, I might have to get, you know, get a little few things done on Monday, but, you know, it, it's, it's, a good, it's a good day. 
I'm feeling good, Jay. The birds are chirping. You know what I'm saying? I came dancing into work this morning, so I'm doing all right. I mean, really, you still feeling okay. I don't believe that a lot. But anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, man, Haven, yesterday we were just talking about um, about some of the things, some of the legacy things that uh, made it in sports and Waco 502, some of the things they have been a part of. Yeah. And I, I was trying to regulate things, Haven and Rashawn, like, how long has it been? Has it been at least 20? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, in this in this game, man, we've been doing this for a very, very long time. I know that ourselves, you know, I I joined the group that was main event sports show um, back in, I believe, Haven. What was it? Was it twenty eleven or twenty twelve? Something. Twenty eleven, like I do believe. Yes, twenty twenty eleven is when I had the esteemed honor to be able to join you gentlemen on the main event sports show. Um, but, you know, just in terms of media overall and in terms of sports media overall, um, I, it'll be 20 years for me this upcoming uh, sports season. Uh, it'll be 20 years of that, that I've been covering the University of Louisville, man. So uh, we've been in this game and doing this thing for a very, very long time, Jay. I've been very blessed uh, to be in contact and talk to and interact with so many uh, big-time personalities and just wonderful people in the industry over the years. Oh, my God. That's a, that's a blessing, man. I, I was just telling uh, Haven and Chorus and Rashawn yesterday that we have done so much in the sport arena and people wouldn't believe half the things we've done. Yeah, and uh, take off the hat from you know Haven and Rashad and and myself for covering so so many significant uh, sports events and uh, meeting so many sports people. It's something real from just walking down the street on Broadway with a Vander Holyfield at late at night. Yeah, you know, it's just one thing. You know, people wouldn't believe that. You know, but I will say about we got, uh, we got what the videos of us and the Vanders singing the karaoke there. <laughs> on Second Street, we we got the video. Yeah, oh, that was yes. the late that was the late that was the late Freddy's man, and uh, just to have two guys, man, that just stay so sharp and stay so diligently about what they do, as far as coming sports and as far as you know covering so many stuff around the country and locals well too. We get you know you got local high school football coming up and. Rashad's son is getting better and better. You know, he's dunking all the time, but, you know, he's getting better and better. Yeah, he's 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 on the come up, man. I mean, I'm excited to see what happens next with that with that one. <laughs> and Haven Harrington got his daughter running, doing soccer and put maybe track and all that. I mean, it's it's been it's been a it's been a ball, man. You know, I've covered. You know, I've been in the radio game for at least 35 years. Yes, sir. And uh, and being a part of. Uh, 502 made it in sports and Haven, you know, you know, brought me involved with that and and I'm grateful and I'll always be debtor to to both of you guys just to, just to see that we still here and a lot of the colleagues, a lot of the people that we have grown to know have passed on. But uh, it's just a joy, man, to talk about sports. You know, we all do, we normally don't agree to to certain things, but what, but, but Haven, I wish I was with you, wish it would be uh, yesterday. We was talking about old WWE. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. He got so aggravated at me. I told man, Steph Rollins is probably one of the best wrestlers now that's on WWE Monday Night Raw. Oh, this guy, this Seth Rollins stuff. 
This, 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 look, well, look, look. Do, do you want me to yell at you on live? Seth now? Do, do you want to bring everybody into this conversation? Seth See? Rollins, really? Seth Rollins. Seth hey, Rollins. Man, I, I told hey, Jay. <laughs> Jay wants to talk about Seth Rollins is the man. I said the WWE slash WWF ain't been good since The Rock, Mankind, Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Degeneration X, since the attitude era that is that i i will down that hill like i said man when you had uh you know road dog come out and give you the ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages degeneration that's yeah. probably brings you the fun excitement of the tag team champions of the world the road dog jesse james the badass billy gun we are the new age outlaws and if you got a problem that we got two words for you suck it yeah. that was the best that it ever was. Hey, was that was that a pretty good road dog? That was, that was very good. <laughs> very good one, right? I'm where he looked like him too. <laughs> hey, but man. I will say this real quick, man. Um, that um, there's a uh, football coming up, coming around the corner. Yes. Um, can't wait for you know college football. Can't wait for NFL. All that's just around the corner. Then you got tip off coming up later that for the holiday season for college basketball, but. U of L football is. I'm hearing so much great news about it, Hazen. As far as on uh, both sides of the ball, uh, from uh, defense to offense to quarterback to receivers. I mean, Hazen, I, I'm hearing so many great news about it. I mean, they did pick Louisville as a as what, a dark horse to be in the playoffs. Uh, you can't get bigger than yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, That's it's correct. Like I said, I'm trying to tap down excitement for this year. I, I really am trying to hold it in and not get too excited. And not think these guys are just going to win ten games. I'm trying to hold it back. Rashawn's hold me back, <laughs> but, but it is hard not to get excited, right? I mean, you have like, exactly. I mean, Brom is already considered like one of the dark horse, like top ten coaches in college football, like currently, and he hasn't coached a game yet. Well, you know, it's, so, not for Louisville. it's so funny, Haven, because I, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't have hold any bones about the fact that I listen to a bunch of people's radio shows around, and and of course, Louisville Sports Live is one of the guys I like listening to, uh, Ethan Moore and Taylor Lynch, and Taylor Lynch has. It's so funny because he always says he likes to go with the, uh, with the, you know, as far as his um, prognostication about Louisville's record for next year, and he always says eight and four. And, 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 you know, uh, he always says that, you know, I, I expect eight and four. And I think that's like the floor, right, for Louisville football. And it's just crazy to think, you know, that they actually put out a, um, a poll uh, with the, the top ten coaches in college football. Jeff Brom came in there as the tenth best coach in all of college football. So when you're talking about the hype, the hype is not just here with Louisville in, in the city. The hype is everybody, everywhere. Everybody is excited about this Louisville football team. And when you can think about an eight-win season being the absolute floor for this team, I personally think nine and three is the number. I think nine and three uh-huh. is where, where, where you put it at. I think that they have a very good chance at ten wins. And, you know, Louisville's only had, what, two Ten yes. win regular seasons. I'm not talking about with the bowl game. I'm talking about winning ten double figure games in the regular okay. season. I think they've only had two ten win regular seasons ever. So you're talking uh. about the opportunity in Jeff Brom's first year to reach that plateau and to make it to ten wins and have an opportunity to play in a New Year's uh, bowl game. It's just unbelievable the hype, and I'm ready for it. Jay, like, like, what, what are you thinking? Do you think Louisville can get to ten wins in this first year? 
I believe they can. That's a, that's a huge uh, what's that BTS bowl right there? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean that's that's a big that's a big time. That's a gen, you know January first bowl. You know, and, 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 and he, first he got so many he got so many playmakers on like I said on both sides of the ball, man. And plus he got some little tricks up his sleeves. Oh yeah, that's what I like about Jeff Brown. It's entertaining. Well, you know, that, that's the one thing that Jeff Brom said. He said, I, I'm from Louisville, and I know how Louisville fans are. He says, not only do we want to win, but we want to win, and it's got to be fun. And he doesn't exactly. shy away from it. He, he likes the trick plays. He, you know, he likes to – he said he'll watch a game, uh, an NFL game, a college game, and he said if he sees a play – that he likes or something cool that he sees, he will literally install that, put it in his playbook, and run it the next week if he sees wow. something, if he's watching other guys. I mean, he's that big of a football head and a football nerd that he literally will figure out, break down at what he sees somebody else do, and he'll put it in his offense, like, immediately. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's a mad scientist, man. man. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait, Haven Hines and Rashawn Barnes. Man. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure, man. And, uh, you know, you can never go wrong with 502. Wake up 502. You never go wrong. You always go right with that. Thanks. I appreciate it, man, Amen. Jay. All right, Doc. Be blessed. Hey, thank you, brother. Have a good morning. Have a happy fourth. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I am Bobby Yeah, There it is. I, and I will be through to get my plate. <laughs> oh, man, stop. <laughs> All right, Jay. All right. <laughs> Jay has checking in this morning, man. Yeah, Jay's right though, Haven. If what people, about Seth Rollins? Well, come on, man. <laughs> Seth Rollins. I said, don't, don't ever disrespect. You know, when, when it, when mankind and Undertaker were in that Hell in the Cell. You know, they just had the anniversary of that match. Yes, that '97 Hell in the Cell when Taker threw Foley off the top of that cage. And like he was like broke a rib, he had internal bleeding. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he was like. Concussed. He had like, <laughs> like so. He had like, I think he um, one of his teeth went through his nostrils. Whatever. Yeah, just... yeah. Like it's unbelievable. Like between when when Undertaker uh. threw uh, threw um, Foley off the top of that cage and when um, Rikishi jumped from the top of the hell of the cell. <laughs> That's probably two of the craziest things I've ever seen happen in a WWF ring. Uh, but, no, nah, man, come on. There, there, there's nothing like the Attitude Era. These dudes, I don't even watch none of that mess no I mean, more. You know, like Jay Haz is still an avid supporter of the WWE. He, he watches is. every week. Well, I will say this. I think for me it's, it's gone now to more like AEW. Yes. Uh, before then, it was Lucha Underground was my jam. Yes. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, after the Attitude Era, I still say Lucha Underground is still probably my favorite wrestling promotion. Oh yeah, Lucha Underground was outstanding. Yeah, on on the old El Rey Network, man, like that, that that was very very entertaining. Yeah, if you if you never had the opportunity, if you're a wrestling fan, um, you know definitely do yourself a favor. Go back, go on YouTube, uh, find some of those old matches uh, from Lucha Underground. Uh, very, very entertaining stuff. Very entertaining stuff. You know, definitely do that. Of course, you can also go on the Fire Stick. You know, for all, all my people that got the handles on the Fire Stick, you can find Lucha Underground on there as well. They have all the episodes. Um, so, yeah, make sure you check that out. But uh, I'm also not going to lie either, man. For those who remember, like, probably the best wrestling ever as a kid growing up was USWA. <laughs> Saturday mornings for Jerry the King Lawler. Oh, yeah. Bill Dundee. Bill Dundee and all those Lance Russell, the announcer. Yeah, the, right? the Moondogs. <laughs> Jimmy Hart. 
Yeah, that's 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 classic. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. You guys need to check out Derby City Wrestling. Magnum TA. <laughs> I'm a Magnum TA. But you guys, you guys need to. I mean, like, if you if you guys want that feel, yes, that's Tuesday night the Louisville Gardens feel. I mean, you have to go Sundays at five, at the end of the month when they have their Derby City Wrestling at the uh, Norton Sports and Learning Complex yes. right there on 30th Muhammad Ali. Yeah, we had our buddy Gilbert Corsi on talking about it a couple of weeks ago. Oh my gosh! I mean, I've, I've been to every I've been to every taping. Have and, you? Oh yeah, I have. And it's gotten better and better. I mean, it, it literally reminds me of the good old days of going down to the uh, the Louisville Gardens with my grandmother. Yes, who was an avid <laughs> wrestling fan herself. Oh who's, yeah, whose favorite wrestler was Coco Beware. Oh really? Oh nice. <laughs> Coco Beware, Frankie, and, and Brickhouse Brown. <laughs> my grandmother loved JYD. She loved the Junkyard Dog. She, she she loved JYD man that was her dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying <laughs> coming like into uh, another one bites the dust. Do, do, you do, hear do, that? Do 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 do. Yes, yes, that was that was always hilarious, you know, man. And to me, like like that's back in the good days of wrestling where guys like didn't have to be like Greek Adonises. I mean, it's like this oh, yeah. rugged looking like dad bods. Yes, absolutely. It was awful of dad bods. I mean, except for like Rocky Johnson and Tony Atlas, who were like Adonises. Yes. But you know, everybody else had like JYD had the dad bod. George Diamo still had the gross hairy back. Oh yeah, the the the, the late great uh, um, uh, Iron Sheik who just passed away just a you know just a little while ago. Rest his soul. Uh, you know he 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 was another one. You know just. <laughs> Big guy, kind of rotund, comes in. Yeah, you know, throw that camel clutch on somebody, and it was on. Oh, you remember how he used to load his boot up? He used to, to, oh, used to, to step on, yeah, yeah step <laughs> step on this uh, heel of his boot. This supposed, supposedly supposed to be like you know a weapon. We him and Akita Kolo. Oh man, that's you're taking me back, Havy. You're taking me back. But oh, yes, man. absolutely. If you get have an opportunity to get out there, it's extremely affordable. And anytime you could talk about family fun uh, for an affordable ticket, it's one of the the be, you know best bangs for your buck. Um, so definitely get out there. As you said, that they tape at the end of every month. Um, so you'll get a lot of fun out there. You'll see some guys from uh, all over the wrestling industry. Uh, you know, and the kids love it. Uh, it's a great time. So definitely make your way out there um, to, to Derby City Wrestling. Uh, but I tell you what, Haven, we're going to go ahead. We're going to get this next break in, man. When we come back, uh, we got a lot more to get into. We have some textures that had some questions for you. I wanted to save them for you uh, till you got in studio. So I'm going to hit you with these uh, questions football question yes so there you go we're gonna get back to that you are listening to wake up 502 rashawn myers haven here taking care of you 96.1 fm 1450 a.m and we'll be back one. 
Never gets old, Haven. It never gets old, man. Ever. <laughs> Classic. I can see JYD coming to the ring right now. You know what I'm saying? That's one of them songs, man. <laughs> Little Queen uh, on a Saturday morning. Welcome back in. Wake Up 502, Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. And, and uh, we, we do actually are being joined by a very esteemed and special guest. Haven, why don't you tell us who we got on the line right now? Man, this is the man, the myth, the legend coming up. The man who runs, who helps run, should I say, probably the greatest basketball tournament. No, it's the greatest, absolutely. The greatest. Screw Rucker Park in New York. <laughs> this is a thousand <laughs> times better. I give you Rayvon Churchill. What's going on, Rayvon? How you doing, man? Man, not too much. The only thing I run, Haven, is my mouth. I do not run anything uh, but my mouth. Now, I have a couple. It's a, it's a couple of guys that help us make the dirt bowl what it is. And still, always and forever be the, the great Cornell Bradley. Uh, and then myself and Tommy Gibson and Milton Richie. So, we do have a full team uh, of us that, you know, they do what we do. So, I put them at this show every weekend. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. it, it was good to see Cornell. I went, I went and stopped by uh, uh, Shawnee Park last Saturday, man, and just, just listen to Cornell do his thing out there. Uh, it, just, it never gets old, Rayvon, man. It's, it's always a great time out there um, and just just very, very excited and happy, um, you know, to see the Dirt Bowl uh, back going strong. You know, for, for a few years there, it was kind of, you know, uh, it kind of fell by the wayside. But now for the last several years, it's been back and growing strong. It seems like you guys have been getting a great response and great crowds out there. We have. Uh, and you're right. A, a few years ago, I would say about 10, 11, 12 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, it did. It kind of kind of went by the wayside uh, for a number of reasons. Uh, and then uh, Neil Robertson, one of my good friends, Neil Robertson, uh, and then this is when Mayor Fisher was starting to run for for, for mayor, and he came down to the park a few times, and they was like, "Man, we got to get the dirt ball back." So, um, Mayor Greg Fisher and Mayor Robertson, they we owe them a ton uh, of respect because they they helped bring it back, and then so they moved on, and we, we was like, "We can't let it fall off anymore." And then so a couple other of us stepped up and was like, "Man, what can we do to bring the you know get the dirt ball back to some kind of tradition how it was? It'll probably never get back to how it was in the seventies and eighties because of." Uh, NCAA and NBA rules and sanctions, but but for what, what we have now, though, this year we have 24 teams and over 250 dudes that are playing in the Dirt Bowl this year. So wow. we haven't had that big of a roster in a long time. So shout out to all 250 plus Dirt Bowlers who are playing this year. Okay, hey, so so Rayvon, now let me know because you know I know that all teams are not created equal. I know that you got your your little fish, you got your medium sized fish, and you got your big fish. Like anything, like so, anybody who wants to get down there to Shawnee Park, who are the teams that if they're gonna if it's must see TV or the teams that you just gotta watch play because there are some phenomenal athletes and phenomenal guys that play down there. Who are some of the teams that they they want to maybe keep an eye on or look out for if they want to go watch if they're if they're gonna get down there for just one game and one opportunity who, who do they want to go watch well actually that was a great segue because i was just going to let you know like we have the rematch from last year's championship game and two traditionally packed, uh, stacked powerhouses 
um, the East End and Newburgh. They're playing tomorrow, actually. And it's going to be, uh, as weather permitting, but if, if it rains, we're going to be at Shiny High School for the first time. So the dirt oh, ball wow. is going from Shiny Park to Shiny High School. So thank you to Principal High School for allowing us to use uh, Shiny High School. Actually, we'll be there today. Uh, we have six games today and tomorrow. First game starts at 2, uh, but it looks like it's going to be raining all weekend. So we'll be at Shiny High School, and it's going to be a big one. Like Newburgh and the East End, that's a big rivalry in the in the Dirt Bowl, and they've won multiple championships. Newburgh, uh, they won last year's championship. Some of the best players that we have in in the league uh, on both sides are going to be playing that game. So that's that's going to be a really good one. And just like any other league, you have your really good teams, and then you have your bottom feeders, and we have a couple of teams that this year is our first year in existence. And I think they were like, ah, oh, yeah, we can just get a couple of guys together, we'll throw our money in, we'll go down, and we can win the Dirt Bowl. But nah, it's not really how it works. They <laughs> came down and got their heads beat in of the first two weeks because they was like, "No, wait a minute." So they had to go and regroup. Uh, so now they know, you know, like what it's like to play in the dirt bowl. So um, you have to be, and you have to be really good to advance in the dirt bowl. This year's um, tournament is going to be phenomenal. So I think there are going to be some surprises. And then you talked about those middle of the pack teams. There's about three or four middle of the pack teams that maybe can surprise some people, too. So looking forward to that. Uh, the playoffs start July the 22nd, and championship day is August the 6th. I'm hoping that we uh, can go in the park on August the 6th. There's nothing like being at Shiny Park on Super Sunday for the Dirt Bowl. Yeah, the the, the, the most prestigious, world-renowned Dirt Bowl, Louisville Dirt Bowl, they wrote a book about it. Is is how big time this better. tournament is, you know. So I mean, uh, very very excited, uh, Rayvon. Definitely uh, appreciate that, man. So make sure you guys get out there. If you're not doing anything, I, when I tell you it's high level basketball, it's absolutely high level basketball. It is a great venue, uh, an amazing outdoor venue there at, at Shiny Park. They they do a great job with. It. You got food trucks out there. You know, you got stuff uh, for the kids to do. They got the playground right right across the way as well. So it's great family fun. Um, you. Know, definitely, definitely excited about it. And, uh, Rayvon, definitely appreciate you coming in and letting everybody know what's going on. Um, I and just had to throw this in. Yes, LMPD travels with us. So wherever we go, we'll have LMPD. We'll have 10 to 12, 15 LMPD officers. So it's safe to bring your whole entire family. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, we have food and other activities. Uh, we're going to be bringing in some surprise guests uh, for the remainder of the summer. So, uh, yeah, come on down and check us out on the uh, Dirt Bowl Facebook and Instagram page. Uh, and we also have uh, dirtbow.com. So uh, check us out. There you go. And, and before you go, I want to let people know, especially those who are unfamiliar with the Dirt Bowl, like when does it run and, and how, how long is and things of that nature? So this will be our third weekend. Uh, we, we typically start the second or third weekend in June, and then we go all the way until that last weekend before school starts, so the first weekend in August. So a seven-week-long um, league that we have, and we have six games a day, every Saturday and Sunday, starting at 2 o'clock. Uh, if it rains, we'll be at Shiny High School for, you know, on rain days. But if it's sunny, like you like you always want it to be, pull the corners to Shiny Park. Yeah, there we go. And get there early because there's literally thousands of people <laughs> yes. in Shiny Park. Thousands. Thousands. Yeah. I've had to park thousands. literally across the street from Shiny Park and walk. And that's something you do not want to do on a hot Sunday. <laughs> hey, and, and I'm telling y'all, when, when, when like Rayvon's talking about, when East End and Newburgh play, I'm telling you, if you want to get a good spot, 
to watch and you want to definitely if you want to try to get a bleacher you better get there early you better get there early yeah. because it is going to be packed it's going to be high level basketball and it's it's a huge huge thing so you know just get there early uh enjoy it uh it's it's a great time definitely yeah, uh, and then like I said, so tomorrow, uh, East End, Newburgh, the mighty, mighty East versus the neighborhood. We'll be at uh, Shawnee High School or Shawnee Park. So pull on up. That's going to be the game of the year so far. And I've been watching some of the comments that they've been talking about back and forth on the 502 Hoop Group uh, Facebook page. Uh, oh, I know they're talking smack. I know they're talking smack. Yeah, yeah, they're talking <laughs> a lot of smack, a lot of smack. Chucky Wilson. It's time to smack to Don Johnson, two of the best players on each team. So that's going to be really, really good. It's going to be fun. It's going to be packed. But no matter where we are, it's going to be packed for that one. Uh, and then we're streaming games live, too. Actually, we have a couple of games. We stream, like, the last the last two games. So the 6 and 7 o'clock game are streamed live. You can find those games on uh, YouTube right now. Just go to YouTube, type in the Dobo. Or you can you can find it. Like, uh, somebody, what's up? I said back. Or you can find it. Uh, Live, like on Maxwell Mitchell's Facebook page, stay live streams. What we just streaming again is we got the scroll on the bottom, uh, the ticker and the score. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So go check out some of last week's games on YouTube right now. There we go. There you go. Well, Rayvon, I appreciate your time, brother. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Appreciate you guys. Much success. All right. Thank you. There we go. Rayvon Churchill coming through strong. Absolutely, man. I, I took my son out there. Uh, last week. Uh, now, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Before you start talking about taking your prodigious six foot six point guard out to the <laughs> dirt bowl, you have to tell us about the time that you got, that you re- made one of your uh, checklist items where you got to <laughs> dunk in the dirt bowl. I did, I did. I, I never played the, the, I never, I always wanted to play in the dirt bowl growing up, but never really had the opportunity to. It just, you know, didn't work out scheduling or, you know, military service, things of that nature. But I finally got the opportunity. I didn't play in my first dirt bowl until I was maybe 32, 33 years old. But my whole thing was I wanted to be able to get a, say I got a dunk in a dirt bowl game. And I actually made that happen, um, and I got an opportunity uh, to play, and and got and ended up getting a couple dunks in the dirt bowl. So like yeah, that was a bucket list item for me. And uh, your knees have never been the same. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it, hey, you know it, that, that concrete is rough, man. man my my re- son asked me, he's like, Dad, you gonna get back out there? I'm like, man, that concrete, brother. Man, I, I remember your Ooh. last dirt bowl game when you sauntered off the court, and you were like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I knew it. They're like the, it was, they it was, always it was, say, you don't retire from and, the game; the game retires you. Between the heat and playing on that concrete, you were like, "Yeah, I think my knees are done." About to grab this knee brace, get this ice. Yeah, I knew it was over. I knew it's, it was over. In fact, I knew it was over in the first three runs up and down the court when everybody <laughs> was like passing me by. And you were walking. I remember yeah. <laughs> you were sauntering up and down. I was the like, court. "Yeah." Yeah, I'm done. Hey, let me tell you something. It gets hot when you're playing on that court because, you know, they have that nice blacktop, you know, that nice refinished blacktop. It gets to be about 120 degrees on that court when you're playing. You know, on a hot day, like, you know, if it's 90 degrees outside, it's going to be at least 120 on the court. So, yeah, you have to be in tremendous shape. Uh, These young young gentlemen out there are, are tremendous athletes. 
Um, you know, a lot of very good high-level basketball. So, yeah, definitely. If you get an opportunity to get out there, uh, get out there. So, yeah, definitely appreciate Rayvon uh, checking in with us on that, uh, on the Dirt Bowl. Check them out, dirtbowl.com, or go to the YouTube channel and check out some of the, the, the uh, previously played games, and they li- stream those live. Our buddy Maxwell Sounds, Maxwell Mitchell. Uh, doing his thing. Doing his thing, taking care of him. So, I uh, definitely appreciate that. Uh, you know, he, he is a, a main event sports familiar forever. So, you know. Uh, g- glad to see him him down there being a part Don't of it. Rayvon is also a, a Wu affiliate. Oh yeah, absolutely. Rayvon is a, is a longtime affiliate of, of of Main Event Sports slash Wake Up Five Hundred Two. So you know, all, all all our people doing big things in the city. You know what I'm saying? That's what we do, man. You know, we connect people together. So that's what we do, Haven. But I tell you what, man, before we get to these questions, we get these football questions, I did want to let give everybody uh, just some updates on, on some of the, the big things happening um, in this NBA free agency. As the, as the NBA free agency got up and going yesterday, 6 p.m., things got started. Um, and it's hilarious. You know what's the most hilarious thing that just pops out to me just early on in the, uh, you know, with the trades and, the, and, and everything happening is that John Morant, that they are putting John Morant on what I like to call the um, veteran rehab policy. <laughs> First, the 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 uh, the Grizzlies get involved in this trade um, with the Boston Celtics to bring Marcus Smart over uh, to to mentor Ja, and now it's been announced that the the, the Memphis Grizzlies have signed uh, old young old young man Derrick Rose. <laughs> to the Memphis Grizzlies as well. So they brought over Marcus Smart and, and D. Rose to kind of mentor John, keep him out of trouble. I just want to know who's going to be the dude that's like following him, slapping him upside the head, and pulling him out of the club. My guess is that'll be Derrick Rose. Like D. Rose seems like a dude that's not afraid to just kind of go in there. Yeah, D. Rose is still out there, man. You know, he's, he's younger than Steph Curry. That's crazy. How crazy is that? It seems like he's like, a thousand years old, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, it seems like he's been in the league forever. Maybe yes. it's always hurt, so maybe it just seems fresh. But who knows? But yes, he's younger than Steph Curry. That's like, crazy. Like people always think of Derrick Rose, like he is just like this forty-year-old, this elder statesman, yeah. the Aaron Rodgers. Uh, <laughs> Yes, NBA. he is younger than Steph Curry, but yeah, they did sign him. But uh, but D Rose has been healthy, um, you know, the, for the last couple of years. Um, uh, he's been with the Knicks for the last couple of seasons. But you know, I, I think they're just kind of bringing in these veteran guys. Like Marcus Smart is still a guy who's definitely um, playing some of his best basketball. But I, I definitely think that the D Rose selection is much more of a here's a guy who's a professional. He works hard. He keeps his nose clean. You've never heard about Derrick Rose getting into any sort of trouble. Getting in, I mean, they're really bringing in these guys. I think to mentor uh, John. That's like what they're doing. They're bringing veterans that may not add too much to the win and loss total, but if they can keep job focused, yeah, teach them how to be a pro basketball, teach them how to be professional. Then yeah, it, it could work. And that's you know, and I think that's a lot of things. A lot of times it's missing in professional sports, especially when teams you know say, hey, you know, it's time for a youth movement. I'm going to get rid of all of our you know, experienced players and go young, you, you still need those older guys in there that can mentor and teach the younger players how to be professionals. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of times what a lot of NBA, especially a lot of NBA teams miss, is keeping the older guys around as mentors. 
Yeah, I think I mean because there, there's a huge value in that. I mean, and we've seen the the missteps that guys like John Morant and Zion Williamson have made over the past year. And you know the the you know the the Pelicans were another team that kind of did the youth movement and got rid of all kind of those veteran guys until they went out and got C.J. McCollum. Um, in that trade, but you know, there's really not been anybody to kind of say, "Here, I'm gonna put you under under my wing, and kind of teach you how to do this thing." Uh, and you know, that's something that definitely could have been utilized. So I did think that was interesting. But just a, a couple of of uh, other things uh, we did talk about earlier: Max Struess uh, in the sign and trade, leaving uh, the NBA finalist Miami Heat, going over to the Cleveland Cavaliers. I do love that pickup uh, for the Cavs. Um, they did also pick up. Um, uh, 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 the big guy from um from the uh, Philadelphia 76ers, uh, three point shooter. Um, that so so they did make a, a couple of moves. I think that the uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers had a nice one. The Los Angeles Lakers have made as many good moves as they could. They got Gabe Vincent. Uh, from the Miami Heat as well. Uh, they brought him as well. Jackson Hayes, big guy from uh, the, the Pelicans. Uh, they brought him over. Uh, and they also brought over Cam Reddish from the New York Knicks. Uh, so, the, the I mean, the Lakers don't have a lot of space and, and wiggle room because of, of course, LeBron and AD's contracts. But, you know, I can't be mad at the moves that they've made. They've done about as good a job as they can. They said they're going to offer um, uh, the, what's the, Austin Reeves Four years, fifty-two million is Ooh. what they're, what they're going to offer Austin Reeves, and kind of hope that that's good enough to keep him. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Austin Reeves was so good in the playoffs that I think it's going to be hard for the Lakers to hold on to him. If if Austin Reeves wants to stay with LA, he's going to have to kind of do the home hometown pay cut, you know, and kind of just want want to stay on with the Lakers. So, you know, we'll have to see. But that's just a few of the things that there's still a lot of the big-time guys that we're still waiting to see what's going to happen. People think that James Harden is uh, likely on his way out. Uh, he's going to end up elsewhere. Some people are now saying that the Los Angeles Clippers are going to end up, they're going to try to do the Harden, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard trio uh, with the Clippers. So we'll we'll try to see. Everybody's trying to, trying to reshuffle now that – uh, you know, Bradley Bill gets traded to the Phoenix Suns, and he's there with KD uh, and and um, uh, you know Booker. But thank you, Devin Booker. So uh, we'll see what what happens with that. But you know, NBA free agency is hot and heavy. A lot of things going on. Uh, but I do want to get back to the uh, Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Texter had uh, this question for you. He said, "I have I have a question uh, for for Haven." Um, so uh, here's the first question for you, Have. Um, he said that, uh, uh, in your opinion, I need to know uh, Haven's opinion on this. He says, who will win uh, this college football game? Uh, now, the two teams that you're picking from, uh, Crackthorpe's first-year team with Petrino's players that went 6-6 six and six and didn't go to a bowl game, or Satterfield's 8-5 and five Music City Bowl team in his, his first year. At Louisville, who wins that game? And we're keeping the same coaches. I'm going to take Satterfield all day long. Yeah, just I because agree. Satterfield will outcoach Cragthorpe. That's easily. I mean, there's more talent. There's not, there's way more talent on that six and sixteen. But Cragthorpe's a horrible coach. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. horrible. Yeah. After after watching what they did against Murray State and Middle Tennessee State to start that year, <laughs> and that was a big win. I mean, I, I remember being in the stands watching that game. I was like, man, we're about to beat these guys like seventy to seven. And this doesn't feel right. <laughs> yes. I mean, it, it just didn't feel right. We played yeah. Middle Tennessee State. I was like, how are we giving up 555 yards 
to Middle Tennessee State. This just this can't be right. Something is amiss. He has to go. And everybody looked like I was crazy. I was doing crap, but after the second game, I was like, yeah, this ain't going to work. Yeah, no. It, it was, it, we knew something wasn't right, and I agree with you. I, I think that that Satterfield team probably mops the floor with that 6-6 six and six Louisville team, even though that 6-6 six and six team was much more talented. Uh, you know, in terms of man, man for man talent, but I, I think that 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 Louisville team, you know, I mean, Crackthorpe was pretty good there for obviously Crackthorpe. Satterfield was pretty good that first year at at Louisville. Uh, you know that 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 Reed uh, play uh, with Malik. Uh, you know, they, I mean, they had a nice team. It was it was a nice formula. They, the guys fit together well. Um, you know, so yeah, uh, give, give me Satterfield all day long. But Mackay Beckton, I think, covered up a lot of our offensive woes because he could just completely demolish anybody on the left side of the line. Yeah. And anytime he needed some yardage, just run behind him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just a, a road grader. And just, you know, I mean, yeah, just a, just go, go go to the left and you, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just run left. It'll be okay. Uh, it says, oh, <laughs> he said, and he said also, David must not listen to, to sports much. He's saying that, uh, talking about the Lamar Jackson news, asking if he had signed. <laughs> he said, he said that happened four months ago. Yeah, I mean, Lamar's been signed for a little bit, but leave David alone. David is a, a avid supporter of Wake Up 502. And, you know, any question is welcome. So he wanted to make sure that Lamar is secure. Hey, I still have to double check and, and remind myself that Lamar got that bag secured. It took a little while. So, you know, I, I don't blame David at all. You know, he had the question on that. He says, uh, Rashawn and Haven, also, I appreciate uh, your coverage uh, of Louisville sports. I remember you guys on WLOU having uh, Capital D's dinner uh, for listeners. I was there. Uh, Ca- Captain D's dinner. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> oh, I remember. Yeah, that's when we now. For those who don't know, man, we used to do a, uh, and you know what? I think we should, I think we should probably do this again. We used to do like a listener appreciation. Oh yeah, day. And on that particular occasion, we uh, we had Captain D's catered the meal in the studio for what about thirty guests. Yeah, uh, we had Coles when they were still open donated a uh, a party bus, mm-hmm. and then we went to Baronos by the bridge where uh, my good friend Didi had a cake made for us. Oh, yeah. And it was in the shape of a boxing ring and a football field. It was like cool. A, like a baseball field. Uh, so we all went to Barano's. We got to eat and have fun. And then we went out to uh, to Tin Roof. Tin Roof. Yeah. And uh, we just walked up on stage and just took over. It was a wonderful time. Yeah. Like I, like I said, you know, I don't care what radio station you listen to. I don't care who thinks they're the big cheese or little cheese. That's one thing that's without a doubt. Don't nobody party like main event slash wake up 502 parties. If you want to come out there and have the best time ever, come to one of our live events, come to one of our get togethers, our appreciation. Jay has birthday bash, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Don't nobody do what we do. Uh, in, in terms close. of having a good time. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, anytime you get the opportunity, uh, when, when we're doing something live, uh, take the time out, do it. I guarantee you'll have a good time. And if you want to come out there and yell at me and say I'm wrong about Kenny Payne and call me an idiot, I would love to have that conversation with you. I love interacting with folks, you know, sh- sharing knowledge, breaking bread, going back and forth, uh, you know, so we can better understand each other. 
You know, that's that that is always my biggest thing, man. I always welcome opinions. I'm not one of those people that only wants people that agree with me and share my opinion. I don't cut off callers that have a differing opinion of my own. Uh, I'm not that type of person. If you want to listen to that type of stuff, trust me, there are stations that only want people that agree with them <laughs> on the air. Uh, plenty of them, actually. Uh, but no, you that you don't get that here. Um, so, you know, if, 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 if that's your thing. Uh, you know, hey, th- th- there's a spot for it. Oh, <laughs> Haven, he says. Also, Haven, don't forget uh, if uh, he said don't don't forget the Mariah Mills if Haven has watched her videos. <laughs> said hey, uh, Haven, uh, Mariah Mills got Haven's name tattooed on her face. <laughs> <laughs> that girl is is fruitier than a box of cocoa pe- uh, fruity pebbles. Did you see that she she got Zion's name tattooed on her face? Yeah, and then she came with the with the positive pregnancy test. Yeah, she's Zion's, uh, bruh. Like I I feel like that's one of the things I'm just like bruh. You know, you just need to pull Zion to the side. And say, man, listen, before you start pulling shenanigans like this, at least I have to finish a, whole, a full NBA season. Hey, hey, all, all, all I'm saying is Zion's gonna end up on the episode of First Forty Eight or, or snapped or something. Because that girl is spiraling. Like anybody who knows what we're talking about, that whole Mariah Mills Zion saga. Yeah, you have to. Uh, yeah, you have to just like yeah, kind of. I just feel like this is only going to end up one way, and that's going to be <laughs> tragedy. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. Like, like how did the older NBA players like avoid all this? Because you know, like if we're being honest, Magic, Jordan, oh, yeah. you know, those guys were just like. Like knocking them down like forty going north. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, Zion's I mean, the first one to just have the this the. I mean, like, like the like first guys, person just go well, out just. Well, well, you know, you know, but you know, like I'm, I'm looking like at today's NBA players, right? And they're like flying these Instagram models. Everybody's with has been at least with one Kardashian <laughs> at least once in the league. You know, I'm just like, don't you guys ever talk to like? Jordan, those guys, like, so how, how'd you guys do it sneakily? I mean, how did Sean Kemp get it? Like, when they talk about Sean Kemp. It's like and, 75 kids. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> how, how did he keep any of this ugliness from spilling on to, the, you know, over? Like, you know what I mean? Like, when you hear about some of these guys and some of the shenanigans that they went through, how do you uh, play, you know, how do you keep that quiet? Like, you would think there would be more Zions because this is like the first time that we've seen kind of like the full social media assault like this on a, on a professional athlete. Oh, yeah. Like, we've never seen anything like this before. And it is true. Like, I don't know how this is just the first time it happened. But unfortunately for Zion, man, with all the no, stuff he's going through. Especially yeesh. with how Jordan and Chamberlain, those guys were uh, getting loose back in the day. Absolutely, yeah. You would, <laughs> you, you would, you would think there'd be a woman walking on the court with a baby or something at, at this point. <laughs> Especially Robin. How how did Robin avoid all this? I have no. I idea. mean, this guy would literally show up to games like cocaine mustaches <laughs> and whatnot, and get you eighteen, oh, get you eighteen boards, and then disappear. I hey, mean, this guy literally almost won a tag team championship. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're gonna be playing this song for Zion if he don't get it together soon. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm, I'm telling you, he's gonna. He, Zion, I, I'm gonna tell you this: get on a diet, stay off of that jambalaya, stay away from these women, and get back on the court, brother. That, that, that is my best. You know, I don't, I don't know if you need to tell them you're going into a monastery or what. I'm trying to stay away from women with like millions of people on Instagram followers, I know. TikTok followers. Try, try and find some Instagram model like 
40 followers, 100. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you got to start from the ones with like millions and hundreds of thousands of followers and who does X-rated movies. It's just, they it's, can just put you on blast and everybody's going to pay attention. Guess what? Nobody's going to pay attention to you. There's some homely chick. <laughs> yeah, he... Yeah, you may you put you put your foot in this one, brother. But you know, hopefully it's gonna it's gonna work its way out. Just hurry up and get to the season. Goodness gracious! Well, Haven, we got to get on out of here, man. Definitely appreciate you. Definitely appreciate everybody calling and checking in. Rayvon, David, Jay has um, everybody texting in. Um, just thank you so much for everything you do. This is Rashawn Myers for Haven Harrington. We're out of here. Wake up, 502 Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Continue to check out everything we do. Check out wakeup502.com for all the uh, updates and events and everything else. For Rashawn Myers, Haven Harrington, we out of here.